Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hi, listeners. In a previous episode this season, we included the phrase chop-chop during our segment about safe knife use. We have decided to remove that line because it was brought to our attention that the phrase chop-chop is rooted in both racism and classism. I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge this mistake and talk a little bit about why we have decided to remove it. Many dictionaries trace the phrase back to the Cantonese word, which means to make haste. Chop-chop was used on merchant ships by both Chinese and English merchants, traders, and servants. It was often used by people who had power, who are often white, as a way to tell those without power, who are often Chinese, to hurry up or move quickly. Its history is mean and racist, and we won't be using it on our show ever again. We want to thank those who brought this to our attention and again apologize. We aren't perfect, and we make mistakes like this one. But when those mistakes happen, it felt important to us to acknowledge what we had done and apologize for it. And we hope through this apology, more people will learn about the origins of this phrase and stop using it in their lives too. We are so grateful to our listeners for engaging with us, listening to our show, and sharing their feelings and reactions with us, whatever those feelings may be. Thank you for being a part of making this show the best it can be. As always, if you have any thoughts you want to share with our team, we want to hear them. You can always reach out to us by email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. We would love to hear from you. And with that, on to today's episode. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, and daughter of the year. Really now? Really, really. I'll explain later. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's week eight. Yeah, that's right. This week, we are learning about our final ingredient of our season four mystery recipe. So far, we have talked about, drum roll please, pepper, mayonnaise, sriracha, lettuce, tortilla chips, scallions, and black beans. So, any guesses? After today, you'll know all the ingredients. That's right. And so it's just about time to find out what that recipe will be. Make sure to check back in tomorrow. We'll be posting a special mystery recipe season four reveal episode. Plus, it will have a shopping list so that your grown-ups can make sure you have everything you need for next week's grand finale cook-along. Hooray! Next week, we'll only have one episode, but it's going to be a doozy. For our grand finale cook-along, all you have to do is gather your ingredients and equipment, put on your aprons, and press play. We will walk you through every step of our season four mystery recipe. It's going to be delicious. Absolutely. But before we do all that, we still have this week's episodes. That's right. Let's get this ball rolling, Molly. I have two very special surprises in store today. Oh, what are they? You'll have to wait and see. Today, we have a great episode lined up for you. Suloff is back to guess our final ingredient theme in Guess the Ingredient. Then, Champ is here with a two-part interview in The Scoop. 
All right, friends, to the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. I see it more as a shallow pit of despair. Mystery recipe. So, Mitzi, what is your surprise for today? Well, Molly, get excited because today is Bring Your Parents to Work Day! Bring Your Parents to Work Day? Is it really? Yep. I decided it was, and so I brought my parents to work. Want to meet them? Of course I do, Mitzi. I can't wait. Mom! Dad! Come on in! Yeah, hello. Oh, you must be Molly. It is just the most exciting to meet you. The Molly Birnbaum. I can't even believe it. Golly Molly. Wow. Hi. This is incredible. You must be Mitzi's father. It is a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Ha! I didn't even introduce myself. I'm just a bit starstruck is all. Molly, this is my dad, Mitt Romney. Hello, Mr. Mitt Romney, the oven mitt. So nice to meet you. Proud father over here. Proud father. Well, it is so nice to meet you. And you must be Mitzi's mom. Yes, this is my mom, Matilda. Say hi, mom. Hi, mom. Just kidding. Molly, it's a pleasure to meet you. Wow, I... We've waited so long to meet you. It really is a pleasure. How interesting. What's wrong, Molly? Nothing. It's just, what did you say your name was again? Matilda. Molly, we wanted to thank you for all you've done for our daughter. She is so happy working here with you. Well, we are so lucky to be able to work with her, Matilda. I'm sorry, I just, your voice sounds so familiar to me. I sound familiar? To you? I, Matilda, sound familiar to you, Molly Birnbaum? Well, you sound familiar to us, too. Well, that's just because we've listened to every single episode of Mystery Recipe about five times now. Uh, it's so cool seeing the studio. It looks just like I thought it would. Is this your mic, Mitzi? Hi, young chefs. Hello out there. So, Molly, I would love to give my folks here a tour of the office. Do you mind handling the first segment today without me? I don't mind at all. It was so nice to meet you both. I'll see you after your tour. Yes! Come on, Mom and Dad! Let's go meet the rest of the team. Bye, Molly! Bye, Mitzi. Bye-bye, Molly! Bye, Mitt Romney. Bye, Molly. Bye, Matilda. How interesting. Anyways, listeners, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try to guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go. Hmm, any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Sulaf. Sulaf is 13 years old, lives in Greenpoint, New York, and is our official ingredient guesser this season. Hello. Hi, Molly. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. 
Awesome. Well, we have made it to week eight. But before we get to our sound clues, I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite part of being our official ingredient guesser this season? I think my favorite part has just been the entire experience of being on a podcast because this is something really new for me. I haven't done this before. And just being able to be featured on something this cool and something this fun is something I'm going to remember forever. And it's also been really nice getting to know you. Well, ditto. It's been so wonderful getting to know you. We're so happy you've joined us. Been so much fun. So, all right, let's get to this week's ingredient. I'm going to play you the first sound, so listen closely, and we'll talk about it after it's done. That definitely sounds like someone chopping through something, like you could kind of hear the knife going through something, kind of hear it kind of rustle against the cutting board, and then you can kind of hear it clink as I assume someone puts it down at the end. Yeah, so that was definitely cutting or slicing something. Excellent ears. Let's keep that in the back of our minds as we move on to the next sound. Let's hear it. Uh, that definitely sounds like something being shaken. It kind of has a rhythm at the beginning, so I thought, oh, maybe this is maracas, but no. Okay, so yeah, someone shaking something, being sprinkled perhaps, just like with the pepper. But let's think about the size of what this sprinkled object could be. Did it sound big, like sprinkles on ice cream, or small, like salt or sugar? It sounded smaller to me, just because it kind of, like, it was a instead of a kind of more plop, plop, plop sound. Excellent. That's another thing for us to keep in mind. Let's listen to the final sound. To be honest, it sounds like sound effects from The Matrix. I don't know what this is. This is a weird sound, and it is not directly food-related, clearly, if you thought it was from The Matrix. But I think the important thing is that, like, whooshing sound— And for a little context, it's the sound of something that you might hear around an event that involves food. Oh, it's fireworks! Excellent job. Yes, that was fireworks. But I can tell you this hint is more about when people often eat this food instead of the ingredient itself. Here are some hints. This is an ingredient in a very popular barbecue food often enjoyed in the U.S. on the 4th of July. Though there are many origin stories, this type of bread has roots that date back to the 18th century. This ingredient gained popularity in the U.S. when fast food restaurants took off around the 1940s. And this ingredient is often topped with sesame seeds. Does that help, Sulaf? Burger buns? Yes! Excellent job! Welcome to Hamburger Bun Week. Hamburger buns are a type of bread that are used to serve hamburgers. They come in lots of different varieties, from plain to sesame seed to potato, pretzel bun to Kaiser roll, and lots of stuff in between. For our purposes this week, if it's bread that you could put a burger on, it's a hamburger bun. And we are excited to dive into the history of hamburgers and the science of bread all week. Sulaf, let's talk about those sounds. Are they making more sense to you now? 
Yes, definitely. I think the first sound sounds like someone cutting through a burger or cutting through bread. The second sound, you were mentioning how it was probably something like smaller. Um, so now I'm imagining that was someone sprinkling sesame seeds on top of a burger. And the last sound was 4th of July fireworks, which is when burgers are often enjoyed. So, you know, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Really good deductions there. So that first sound was someone cutting a hamburger bun in half. Unlike hot dog buns, which stay connected, hamburger buns are usually cut fully in half and have a top and bottom part. That second sound was someone sprinkling sesame seeds on a bun, like you said, a very common way to top hamburger buns. And then the third sound was, of course, a nod to the 4th of July here in the U.S., where hot dogs and hamburgers are very common in many barbecue celebrations in backyards across the country. Really nice work this week, Zuloff. Thank you for your help and all your amazing guesses this season. I bet this ingredient is a big hint as to what our mystery recipe next week will be. But one thing I will say is to try and get specific with your guesses, listeners. Sulaf, we'll talk to you again tomorrow in our very special mystery recipe reveal episode, where we will use all the ingredients this season and have you guess what our recipe will be. I can't wait. See you tomorrow. Hey, Molly. Chad, how's it going? It's going. Hey, have you met Mitzi's parents yet? I have. And did you think... Yes. Yes, she does. How interesting is that? I'm glad someone else noticed it. Uh, notice what? Oh, hey, Mitzi and Mitt Romney and Matilda. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm just talking about... Um, nothing. I'm talking about nothing. How fun. I love talking about nothing. It's so cool how it's not anything at all. Right, exactly. Nothing's great. Uh, anyways, I'll be back in a bit. It's just about time for your next segment. Bye, Molly. Bye, Chad. Bye, Matilda. Bye, Chad. Wow. What is it? Yes, Chad, what is it? What? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's just so interesting. Chad really loves nothing, doesn't he? Seems like he must. Anyway, Chad is right. It's time for the scoop. Champ, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. Oh, hey there. I see there are some new faces in the studio today. Yes! Champ, it is Bring Your Parents to Work Day, I decided. And so I'd like to introduce you to my folks. This is my dad, Mitt Romney. Hello. Hey. And this is my mom, Matilda. Hi, Champ. Whoa. What? Why is everybody so impressed by my mother? Well, Mitzi, she sounds exactly like... Like we thought she would. She sounds exactly like we always imagined she would sound, and it's just so great. Aw, how sweet of you. Thanks, Molly. Of course, Matilda. Anyways, Champ, it's time for the scoop. Champ is here with a guest that... Uh, Champ, there's nothing else here. Exactly. She gets it. She loves nothing, too? Golly, I've really been missing out on nothing. Aw, that's nice. I think. Wait, I'm confused. We'll hear all about it right after this word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's Grocery Pickup Service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. 
like Kroger's original Chipmate cookies. My daughter Olive is a big fan. So these are the original mini Chipmates from Kroger. What does it taste like? <laughs> does it have... Uh, With Kroger's pickup service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking! Mmm. Should we do cheers? Cheers! Here. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. Hey, grown-ups! I want to tell you about the latest cool thing from ATK Kids. It's for the three- to five-year-olds in your life, and it's called the Preschool Chef's Club. The Preschool Chef's Club is a monthly box program that sends an actual box of amazing cooking and science-related content, from super simple recipes to activities, crafts, and games that will arrive at your doorstep each month. Each box is organized around a theme, such as colors, restaurants, or the farm. They are very, very fun. Maybe best of all, each box comes with an illustrated storybook filled with brand new characters— all pieces of kitchen equipment that live in America's Test Kitchen. I can't wait for you all to meet the gang. Dutch the Dutch Oven, Tiny the Fork, Courtney the Measuring Cup, Pinch the Tongs, and Sizzle the Skillet. If you have a preschooler in your life, get more info and sign up at americastestkitchen.com kids. And use the promo code FIRSTFREE at checkout to get your first box free. This offer applies to six-month and 12-month terms, which make a great gift for the three- to five-year-olds in your life. And we're back. Champ, take it away. Thanks, Molly. Today I'm speaking with Fraulein... Uh, I don't think my notes are quite right. Um, Fraulein Hamburger? Not quite. I am Fraulein Hanna Berger from Hamburg, Germany. You may call me Hanna. Thank you, Hanna. And can you share with our listeners what you are? I am a student of philosophy. That's great. Philosophy, listeners, is the study of really big questions. Things like, what is life? And what are thoughts? But Hanna... I was more asking, can you share what you are? A being in a meaningless world? Uh... Perhaps even made of nothing? Existing in nothing? A state of absolute nothingness? What? What? Ugh, fine. I am Fraulein Hanna Berger of Hamburg, Germany, and I am a hamburger bun. So, Hanna, how are you doing today? Why does it matter? Uh, well, I guess it's just usually a polite way to start a conversation, and I genuinely hope you're doing well. All right, then. If you're really asking, then I'll tell you. I'm not fine. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to know why, Champ? Sure. Because I'm faced with the brutal, yet comforting knowledge that nothing matters. Look at me. A perfectly formed, soft, rounded bun. I was young and foolish once. I thought I'd stay this way forever. 
I was in that factory coming down the production line full of hope and purpose. And what did they do to me right before I was packaged? Sliced me in two. Life is meaningless. Wow, uh, that that's intense. Such is life, champ. Such is life. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you were formed? Well, I started from ingredients such as flour, sugar, oil, yeast, and salt. Buns are a type of bread, after all, so I made like many kinds of bread. Those ingredients all got mixed together in a giant vat and kneaded until they formed a dough. The dough pushes through a long tube and gets cut into individual pieces. That's when you start to take shape, right? Correct. After we form it into round disks, we ride around a big conveyor belt that drops us into giant trays with shallow round holes for each of us to plop into. I'm imagining a giant muffin tin. I see it more as a shallow pit of despair, but sure, I guess we could say giant muffin tin. Right. But since hamburger buns are wider than muffins, the holes are a little bigger and, like you said, more shallow. Correct. After landing in the tray, we take about one hour to rise. Sounds like me on a Saturday morning. I'd laugh if I cared, but I don't. Rising for me means we go from being flat disks to puffy with air inside. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, Hannah? What do you mean by to rise? Well, I can tell you what I wish it meant. I wished it meant I rose straight out of this shallow muffin tin, grew legs, and walked my doughy behind straight out the front door of this despair factory. I wished it meant I rose to the occasion and gave an impassioned speech to my fellow buns that we all might rise up, overtake this factory foreman, and live out the remainder of our hasty lives together in peace. But no, that's not what happened. And, uh... What what did happen? Well, like most breads, I have yeast in me. That yeast is alive. It eats sugar. And I also contain sugar. I contain two things inside me. One that eats the other. It's really the human condition, even though I am a bun. It's very much like how my desire for a better, more meaningful life is devoured by my complete lack of arms, legs, or any kind of mobility. So yeast eats sugar. Yes, like in all bread, myself included, yeast eats sugar, and when it does, it releases carbon dioxide, a gas much like what you exhale when you breathe, champ. That gas gets caught in my dough and inflates, almost like I'm full of a bunch of tiny little balloons, but far less fun. And thus, I rise, I inflate, and I get fluffy. Amazing! Then what? After we rise, we're baked in a very hot oven around 240 degrees Celsius. Could you tell us how hot that is in Fahrenheit? I know temperature is measured in Celsius in most parts of the world, but we use Fahrenheit in the United States. Of course, I forgot. Over 450 degrees Fahrenheit. Then we cool for about 30 minutes. And... Then... And then... I'm sorry, I thought it would be easier to talk about this. I thought I'd move past it. I was so young and foolish. I thought that I mattered. You know, 
You get baked. You're whole. You're an entire, intact, perfect thing. And you can't help but imagine all the things you could do in the world. You could travel. You can do good. You're a bun. You have purpose. What was your purpose? I hadn't figured that out yet. I was only 30 minutes old. But none of that matters anymore. And now that I know what I know, it never mattered. Life is meaningless. You get baked, you get eaten, and there's stuff in between, whether you get sliced or not. And you got sliced. Am I or am I not two halves of the same formerly whole bun? What am I? How am I? What am I called to be? And so, after you got sliced... After my entire life as I knew it got cleaved in two, you mean? Yeah? After that, I got inspected for imperfections, packaged, and shipped off like some common Frankfurter roll. You know, Hannah, I think there's another way to look at this situation. There are too many ways to look at any situation. True, but... Do you mind if I share how I see this one? Sounds like you're about to ease away. Who am I to stop you? You weren't expecting to get sliced in two pieces, and sometimes it doesn't feel good to get surprised by something. Doesn't feel good getting sliced in half either, let me tell you. You imagined a life spent doing... Well, you were going to figure that out, but doing something. And then you became a hamburger bun sliced through the middle. You're just summarizing what I've already said, champ. Right. But you know what being in two pieces makes you perfect for? Holding a hamburger. Or a cheeseburger. Exactly. You have a purpose. Your life has meaning. Or a turkey burger. Or a shoe. Or a conversation with a child reporter. Who cares? Nothing matters. How about this? If you believe life has no meaning then maybe you can try to create something meaningful out of it. Champ, I don't know that I agree with you, but I appreciate your trying. I think, though, that I am okay without meaning. I am okay with nothingness. I am just a hamburger bun, after all. Oh, okay. All right, then. Um, should I... Let's just leave it at that, Champ. Can we, please? Sure. Uh, sure we can. Okay. I think that about wraps up the scoop for today. Hamburger buns get produced in big batches in factories. Yeast makes these buns rise. And philosophical debates about the meaning of life don't really have a clear ending. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Champ. And thanks for the inspiring conversation, Hannah. And there you have it, folks. That's how we record the scoop. Wow, that was truly special. Thanks for letting us listen in on that, Molly. Of course, Matilda. Happy to have you here. Yeah, my bestest friend and my mom are getting along so well. How amazing. Hello. Chad, you're back. I am. I just cannot get enough of your parents, Mitzi. Aw, that's sweet, Chad. Thank you. No problem, Molly. I'm Matilda. Uh, <laughs> right. Of course. I'm sorry, Mitzi, but you you must have noticed by now. Notice what? Well, Mitzi, your mom, Matilda, sounds almost exactly like Molly. What? Yeah, no way. How cool. Chad, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Molly, 
Chad, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. See? Well, no, I can't say I hear it. Huh. Me either, Mitzi. Okay. Okay, let's try this. Mitzi, close your eyes. Okay, great. Now, you say, hi, Mitzi. Hi, Mitzi. Hi, Molly. And now you... Hi, Mitzi. Hi, Mom. How did you do that? What do you mean? They sound nothing alike. We sound exactly the same. No, we do not. Yes, we most certainly do. No way. Yes way. I don't hear it. Honestly. Honestly. See? See? The same. Different. Listen, Molly, I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this one. I guess so. I just can't believe you don't hear it. Well, there are certainly worse people to sound like out there. I suppose I should take this as a compliment. This is going to make for a very confusing podcast episode. Well, not for much longer, because we're about out of time for today. But before we go, let's hear from a young chef just like you about what they are cooking up at home. Hi, I'm Ava from Marin County, and I'm nine years old. We made spring rolls, and we dipped them in peanut sauce, and we put in carrots and vegetables and microgreens and tofu, and they tasted really good. My name's Drake. I'm three years old. I think four. And I love making cookies. We put chocolate chips. And I'm from California. Bye. If you want to have your submission featured on the show, you can. Grownups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. That's 1-833-543-7285. Just tell us your name, how old you are, and what you are cooking up at home, and we'll use as many of them as we can. Well, that's all for today, folks. We are out of time. We'll be back with some more cut-in-half content next time. And remember, at the end of the season, which is next week, That's right, Matilda. We'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together next week. Can you guess what it is? Our ingredients for season four are pepper, mayonnaise, sriracha, lettuce, tortilla chips, scallions, black beans, and hamburger buns. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Or you could leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Or don't. Just listen with your parents or share some of what you learned with them over dinner. Mom, Molly, do you two want to take us out together? I'd love to. Of course. Until Until next time, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, strawberry shortcake, and Matt Boynton, 
and orange creamsicle of ultraviolet audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hamanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavjan and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Champ Hollins, and Gina DeMay. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Okay, Matilda, so you are just going to read exactly what is on the page here. Into this microphone? Yep, into that microphone, and go ahead. Okay, but I still don't understand why. Dear senior bosses at America's Test Kitchen, I authorize my employee Chad to get unlimited raises every year and take as many vacations as he wants, and we will pay for the vacations. I don't get it. You're doing great. Just keep reading. He can also start work at 11 a.m. and... Hey, Chad, I... Oh, sorry. Are you recording something? Sorry, I just left my bag in here. Oh, hey, Molly. Hi. Um, I I was just showing Matilda here how to use the mics. Oh, I bet Molly can help you with the unlimited raises every year, Chad. With the what? With what? What? Nothing. It's time for you to go. Bye, Matilda. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye. Okay, she sounds exactly like me, doesn't she? She does, which actually explains a lot if you if you really think about it. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.